Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Who makes the eight? Bet now with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good evening to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as always on a Friday evening as I'm joined by the superstar from Betfair, the star of layback, also the star of the trial files, he is uh, Vegemite at the moment. He's spread thin everywhere. His name is Tom Haylock. How are you, Tommy? Good, mate. Yeah, a bit tired. Big week. Catching up after Tassie and all that. And, uh, yeah, we had a big day yesterday. Interviewed three professional punters uh, for Betfair. Uh, had a really good chat with three of them. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. But it was a big day yesterday, mate. Yeah, bit, well, I want to touch on that a bit. Later in the show, we'll talk about the Brownlow predictor and the credit off the top, it has been right three years in a row. So we'll chat about that. Uh, we'll talk about the AFL, maybe some NRL markets, but mainly the AFL. And then we'll run through uh, a couple at Ramwick, a couple at Eagle Farm and the Caulfield card for the listeners. But let's talk about those pro punters. Um, one of them is the star of the WA Betfair Edge in Terry Layton. You also had a chat to um, Shane Coolio as well, Toowoomba Tips, who's, well, sort of notorious, isn't he, in, in Queensland tipping and... I've had the pleasure of um, of, uh, of catching up with him at Magic Millions. A really nice fella. Um, but you had a third chat as well. Yeah, with Matt Taylor, who knows the game incredibly well. Um, so the three of them are all, all well-known professionals, do a lot in the racing industry and, and great wagering lines. And I guess the thing about Betfair, Fitzy, is we encourage winning punters as well. Um, we're not going to... We ban them, so a lot of these guys have different edges. I manage a few accounts and whatnot, and I love hearing about how they make money, how they find their edge, and, and how they got into the game as well, because um, all three of them, I believe, just played sport growing up, weren't born into racing or anything like that, and there's so many people out there that are like that, that are, have this uh, feigning interest in, in the great game that is racing and sports and wagering, and, and don't know how to go from that to, to being good at good at it and making money. So it was really good to have a chat with them. Uh, well, but what are a couple of things that surprised you? Well, you know, these shows are named Betfair Edge for a reason. And the edge being that that um, because you can back lay trade, you can find a position, uh, you can normally take overs, um, you know, you're betting against other people. It's where the pros go. Uh, that's without saying. All the pros, well, even a lot of the corporates, all they all roll Betfair, don't they? And they have to. They do. They do. There's so much to it. I spoke to Matt Taylor about what, why would people use Betfair? And there's so many edges um, that people have. If you have an edge in racing or sport, there's no better place to use it than Betfair. Um, but there's so many reasons. You can lay, you can trade, you can bet in play in, in racing. Um, you can Any strategy you have, um, you can do that. Trading's a big one. I've got guys out there that just trade like a stock market. So they'll take, and we talk about it a bit with the AFL, um, Brisbane kicked the first couple of goals last night. They on Thursday night they trade shorter than they were at the starting price, and then you can lay out. and It doesn't matter if Brisbane go on to lose by forty odd points or ten goals, you can make money from them even if they don't win. So that's the beauty of the stock exchange, like Betfair. So there's that. Um, 
in play betting, um, we spoke to Shane a little bit about um, how you can bet in play, how you find edges. If you if you like a back market that's going to be back in the run anyway, um, you can probably get a better price in play um, because they go back anyway, and that's where you have it to, to begin with. If you like a front runner, you can back it and it finds a lead, and you can lay in play and lay that horse once it's once it's in play and found the lead because it's often shorter than it was starting price and you can make money that way even if it doesn't win. So there's so many different ways to do it. Um, what I find, like we spoke to him about, the challenges of getting into the game, the mental aspect, um, bank building, how to how to manage banks and all sorts of that. So it's a great chat. Um, yeah, how did you find it all, mate? Yeah, look, I've learned a lot from doing the shows with the likes of Terry. Uh, and Terry's been a, a great probably a yeah, source of information for me because, um, you know, I've always always hell-bent on finding the winner regardless of price. Um, and, yep. and Terry's the one that's more taught me about how you can have sort of two or three bets in a race um, as long as you're taking overs on on two or three. Um, also about, you know, more so even savers in regards to um, how races will sort of map out. You'll find the leader... If the bias is for those leaders, you've got that covered, then you've got a swooper covered at another price at the best of the swoopers, those sort of things. So he probably taught me a bit more about how to break them up. But but the, I still would profess that that I'm a, a lot better tipster than I'm a punter. And just because you're a better, a good tipster and you can find the winners doesn't make you a great punter. And 100%. Yeah, and Terry's... Yeah, he, he, spoke about, he spoke a little bit about the challenges, and I asked him about the challenges between tipping and punting. You often tip the horse that you think is going to win, but generally the, the horse that you think is going to win is the favourite because it's rated favourite for a reason. A $2 shot's going to win 50% of the time. A $3 shot's going to win 33% of the time. Um, and that is correct with Betfair, but he often talked, and he talked about if he tips something at $4, he might have it marked at, at $3.50. He might tip it at $4, it comes into three twenty, and it's no longer a bet at that price because he still think it's a horse to beat. He's still got a marked favourite, and it's more, the horse more likely to win. But in the long run, he's not going to make money if he rates a horse $3 uh, or $3.50 and it starts $3 because it's all about percentages. So it's a fascinating challenge, and he might tip a horse at fours. It comes into threes. It's no longer a bet, and he actually might back or, or consider betting on a horse that he hasn't actually tipped because it's now value. Uh, it's such a weird dynamic, the, the difference between t- tipping and, and punting. Did you film these interviews? Are they part of a Betfair content thing, or was it just a catch-up? That is, No, we, we filmed them, so we uh, went into the studio and filmed them. Uh, I advise watching them. It's a four-part education series. They'll be up on YouTube and the Betfair hub and, and whatnot in the coming weeks, so we can talk about them for sure. I think um, Matt Taylor's might be up next week. Um, we'll talk about that, but it's great content. So for any anyone out there that wants to learn about how, how to get into the game, develop, educate yourself, whatever it might be, um, these videos are fantastic. We talk about how you find edges, how how people do it. Like Terry's a, a big video washer. He's just very disciplined. He's got a great story about how he backed the horse at 190s starting price on Betfair, um, which was amazing. And bits and pieces like that, I mean... Um, there's so much to the game, but it's really inspirational. There's guys that bet purely on data, and then you've got guys like Terry who just do video replays. So um, it's all about finding your edge. It's a great series 
you'll you'll get a lot out of it as well, Fitzy. Um, talking about the challenges between tipping and, and punting, and, and learn a bit about wagering. And you can never stop learning in this game, but clarity is important, and finding out what you're good at, and running with it, recording results, all sorts of stuff. Well, I know those boys listen to the show uh, to listen to our tips, uh, of course. Um, and so they learn a bit from us. No, I'm only joking. No, but, but they do. And no. it's, it's not just about the tips. It's about how you invest on those tips, how you stake, what price is too short, all sorts of stuff. You can never stop learning. No, you can't. Uh, the, the one thing I want to ask you, a little bit off topic, but guys like Saltz, you did lay back with uh, with Saltz a couple of times, uh, Curlio, Leighton. Uh, Dan Cripps is another one. It's on the WA Betfair Edge. All their stories are fascinating because they weren't racing people. And we're seeing a lot of people that are gun form analysts uh, and and punters that that didn't grow up with it. Now I grew up, but I, I was not. I didn't get into it for a long time, and by no stretch of my gun like these fellas. But it, it's interesting. These sort of pros are are they're late to the party, but are at the top of their game. And are we seeing a dynamic change where people that have been in it the entire time that are that are a bit old school? maybe don't have that edge on people that come into it with a fresh set that are sort of blank canvases when it comes to tipping and punting? It's it's interesting. More so how to actually bet because the wagering game has changed so much. We talked about point of consumption tax coming into it, online wagering with wagering service providers coming into the, the fold. And a lot of these guys that were betting 20 years ago, they were circling the tracks or 30 years ago, were circling the tracks of bookmakers and whatnot and just betting cash, the game's changed completely. And, and even the likes of Terry, Shane, Cripper, um, they've had to pivot in the last five years. That's how much the game and the wagering space keeps t- changing. So um, it's not necessarily about the smart, the, the young guys compared to the old guys, but just the way you go about betting and, and whatnot continually changes. So you have to um, get with the times, find ways to get set on bets and find edges. And, and once you've found your edge, you can utilise it. Speaking of fighting edges, mate, let's quickly touch on the AFL markets. I want to touch on the Brownlow and the AFL here, and then we'll do the racing on the other side. We'll go to the Brownlow medal. Uh, the predictor's all up on the hub. Um, Lockie Neal, probably one game he's not going to poll was last night. So I imagine we would have seen a slight ease last night. He was $3.30 when we did this show last week. Now $4.10. We talk about trading. That's a perfect example, mate. He's what was he, 310, 330, he's out of $4.10. So if you laid him at the 310, you can actually back him at the 410 now and make money either way if you thought Melbourne were going to win and he wouldn't poll. So simple things like that, the odds fluctuations. He's now $4.10, and the Brownlow Metal Predictor's got him in a share of the lead. Clayton Oliver's $4.20 off another very good performance uh, Thursday night. Andrew Brayshaw's on 22 votes as well, $4.60. So the three of them... Then you've got Patrick Cripps and Christian Petraka, who was very good last night. I'm not sure how many he'll poll, but um, he's $15.50. So they're the top five. Looks like the top four have got it. Um, $4.60, Andrew Brayshaw, Lockie Neal, $4.10, Clayton Oliver, $4.20, head the market. Yeah, I'm still Neil, all about Neil for me. Can we go to the AFL games, please? Uh, and the ones to come, we'll skip uh, tonight, but we'll go tomorrow um, with the Saturday matches. What? A round of footy, mate. It is yeah. amazing. Seven of the eight, or eight of the nine matches, or whatever it is, separated by two spots on the ladder. Um, it's it's a phenomenal round. Carlton going to the game at two dollars twenty four against Fremantle on Saturday, a dollar seventy nine. That looks an absolute ripper. Geelong Fremantle, um, almost two dollars even. Um, Geelong a dollar ninety five. Richmond two dollars and two cents. 
Sydney St Kilda, Sydney dollar forty three versus St Kilda three twenty five. Sydney just going at the moment, but St that, Kilda. That, well, I reckon. Yeah, I think that's probably one to back to lay. You think St Kilda are going to take it up to them early? I know it's a home game for Sydney, but that's probably one that you'd expect St Kilda to trade a lot shorter than three twenty five at some point. Yeah, and you can set those lay traps in, back them at three twenty five, and put them at a two dollar eighty lay trap and make money if they win or hedge or whatever you want to do. That's the beauty of Betfair. Um, you can reach out to us as well, Fitzy, if anyone's got any questions. Follow me on Twitter and send me a message. Um, North Melbourne, Adelaide. What a great game this will be. Um, North Melbourne, $3.50. Adelaide, $1.39. That was very tongue-in-cheek, Fitzy. You're, <laughs> not, giving me much, you're not giving me much there. Um, Collingwood, GWS. Collingwood, $1.47. GWS, $3.05. There's another lay yeah. job. There's another back-to-lay job. GWS will give a sight. They're such a hot and cold team. They need to turn up. Um, they could beat... Collingwood easily if they turn up and play their best. Um, and then Port Adelaide, Gold Coast to finish off. Port Adelaide, $1.51, Gold Coast, two ninety four. Yeah, that's about... Well, you know, the Gold Coast are a sniff there too. I reckon anything you get threes and above, they're going to trade lower with those three matches. Let's jump to a break. On the other side, we'll have a uh, look at some of the Ramwick races, the Tats Tiara Eagle Farm. We'll try and run through Caulfield nice and quickly for you. This is the Friday Night Betfair Edge. And, well, the Betfair's Brownlow predictor. It's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday Night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay, same game multis, only get Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Tommy, let's go straight into the racing, mate. And um, we'll cover a few at Ramwick, a couple at Eagle Farm, and then we'll try to get through as many at Caulfield as we can. Uh, I want to start... We'll start at Eagle Farm, actually. We'll go to race one. You like one there? Uh, I do, yes. I didn't know where you are going to start there. Sorry, mate. Um, Seduction, that's all right. Seduction Queen's going to be hard to beat here. Race one, at number four. Um, I don't mind the barrier. Eagle Farm's tricky, but I think she's a really nice horse. So have something on her to start the day, race one, number four. And I think we both agree on one in race two. Is that right? Yeah, you? we align here on the 10 here, the O'Day Hoisted runner. Uh, and this is for the trial pervs, I think, um, because uh, the trial was uh, sensational. You're not wrong. Could be um, a bit special, this horse. Now, I'm a little... I fear a little bit at the price, the 2 fifteen, and we talked about it before the break. You rate things um, short, but it's all about price when it comes to betting. This horse could be very, very good on Colin James's trolls. Absolutely enormous. It just takes on the older horses here, um, but um, $2.15, $2.15 for a reason. Check him out if he um, he could come out and, and win this quite easily. It could be something special, as I said. Now, let's go to the Tats Tiara, race number eight, mate. We'll go straight to the big one. And, look, it's wide open, this. Uh, I've ended up landing on, with a wide open race like this, uh, horses that are just genuine group one performed, and that's a away game. Um, I think away game, um, Ana Visto looks to get, uh, maps to get a nice run for Rachel King. I think Snap Dancer's in the hunt completely. And if you go right down the bottom, there's a horse there called Salatine for Tony Gollan at 23s, which is probably the best of the locals. But I think a few of these are making up the numbers here. Um, but I think sort of 4 3 1 and 18 for me. Yeah, incredibly tough race. I'll be specking three horses. Now you can trade on Brooklyn Hustle. She'll be shorter than the $14, $15 that she is now on Betfair. So you can trade on her. Make a profit. You don't even have to have her to win. You can make money on her because she often firms. I did some stats on her, and I think a couple, before a couple of runs, she tra- uh, shorted, shortened 
um, about eight of her last nine runs. So she'll off. She often finds market support. Brooklyn Hustle. I'll be backing, having something on Yamazaki Small yep. at a huge yep. price. Um, you'll get 120s on Betfair. And what was the other one I liked down the bottom here? Like even April Rain can run well, has the ability onto the firm track at a huge price. But that'll be the two that I'm keen on. Um, Yamazaki's probably the pick there. All right. Uh, just in the last, I'll mention the last here. I think Garibaldi, the nine, is overs in that race. King of Sparta has to be respected. And also Baller is overs. So I'm probably going to have two at the overs at Garibaldi, Baller, and then save King of Sparta there. Nothing there for you in the last? A really good race. Yeah, a lot of Sydney horses up there. King of Sparta's a nice horse first up. Um, goes well fresh. Um, yeah, no huge play. No confidence at the moment, but um, good race. We'll try and race for a few at Randwick. Do you want to start with uh, race number four, unless you've got something before that? No, you can start with four. I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are here. It's an interesting little race. You with Pro Karakari? Yeah, Pro Karakari's got to be respected here. And the reason that I like this horse is that was a super win at Gosford. Like a really, really nice win. Had to do it a little bit tough. Um, rounded them up, took care of them pretty easily. But there's a horse here called Pretty Wild for Chris Waller. Uh, Kathy O'Hara draws perfectly down in the weights. There's a super win at Warwick Farm on the heavy deck for that maiden. Oh, look, it's probably going to find a better track. They've trailed it up three times before that last win, and I reckon it might be ready to go second up. So uh, 6 and 11 there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with Pokarakari there on top. Uh, I just can't get past the strength of that win at Gosford. I don't like back in Gosford form to Randwick, but Wowie um, broke the clock and it was a very good win. Just worried about Karen McAvoy. I, I tweeted yesterday um, or Wednesday or whenever it was. His stats are awful at the moment. He's going at negative 55% profit on turnover the last six months and um, he needs to improve. He's Strike rate's only 7% or something. That is. Race number five, it's two-horse race, one and three. Just uh, I'm going to exact to them up and back both of them at overs. I like the three over the one there. I, I can't work out why Niffler's much shorter than uh, she was and she didn't win last start. Very, very good race. Uh, race number seven, the benchmark 88. Can't understand why Bethancourt's gone up at around sort of 8 or $9 here. Yeah, no huge... Um, Push for Bethancourt there. I'm with Solar Apex here. Wallace got four. I'm with Solar Apex. A little unlucky last start. I love the setup here inside Barrier. One of my better bets on the program, um, this Solar Apex. Fourth up now. Two runs at the 800 metres. Should have been in the finish last start. Draws perfectly. Can settle closer. Hard to beat. Solar Apex. Uh, race number eight on the card too. And uh, I don't mind the 11 here. Taxu again. You know I like this horse. Um, it likes to sting out of the ground. The only danger is True Detective, and that's at 15s. You're going to get sort of eights and 15s about the two of them. Yeah, the trick with um, this horse was the lot of the day last start as favourite. I can't believe it went up favourite on a rock-hard Eagle Farm. He's not the first um, horse to fail at Eagle Farm when in the market, it's just, it's yet to win on a good track, Fitzy. Um, and I think you'll get there. So um, that's the, the big query, but the map sets up so well for him. So I don't really want to be with him, but the map looks so good that it's hard to hard to be hard against him. I want it to rain. Race number nine, quickly. Have you got one there? Uh, race nine, I've got one here. I've got two horses here. It's a very tough race. Misty All for me, race nine, number 12. On the back of a really good short course trial, saved for this from a wide barrier. And the other one, I'll be having something Hulk. I backed him last time. I tipped him on the show, I reckon, mate. And he, he ran sixth, but he ran the second fastest final 600 of the day. He just 
1,000 metres on the back of a really slowly run race. They went very slow tempo there. He just couldn't get in the race. So Tommy Tupo there, race nine, number seven, Hulk, and number 12, Mr. York. Best on the card for me is in race 10, number eight, Sinbar. I think it just absolutely smacks him, Tommy. Huge win last start. Got to respect it. One second up last campaign. I agree. Um, going to be very hard to beat. Uh, Caulfield, try and get through a few of these. I think Unusual Culture wins the first. Um. Nothing for me there, mate. Uh, we go to the second. Ganti uh, and Taught You Could. Um, they're the only two for mine. Ganti, short enough, should be winning. Um, race number three ended up landing on the five. Duchess of Dorset for Simon Wilde. I think it'll be right to go post Swan Hill. Any thoughts there? Uh, no, not for me. Just interesting to see how the track plays. Obviously, a bit of weather around on Friday. I reckon with the northerly, you might be off-fence, Fitzy. Yeah. Off-fence and cover might be important. So just monitor that early in the program as well. Race number four, I think he's a shocker's overs for Price and the Kent Junior, number eight for the OTI team. Uh, number five, this is where I started to shop for value, I think, a little bit. And I think Coulth was overs at $11 and $3.50, Tommy. Um, look, even Chief Anthony a danger, but too short. Gets a run now. You don't put off by that barrier 17 there either. Um, comes in a couple. Um, yep, not the worst um, there. Quaddy leagues are tough as. Uh, look, I've, the first two are the only ones I've really got selections. The last two I couldn't even decide. So I've ended up landing, giving Squid Game another go. Um, inundation's got to be respected. At Starry Legend and the 11, nice for what for the Mar Eustace team in the first league of the Quaddy. And the second league, I went 5, 8, 3, 2 and 1. I thought Zoltan, Skywolf, um, Blazer Trail, Rock the Ring and Curran can all win the second in the last two races, mate. I had no idea. Yeah, very tough. Just wanted to go back on race two, number nine, He's Heaven. I'll be having something on for Peter Moody, trialed enormous. So keep an eye on that, race two, number nine, He's Heaven. If you had a better bet uh, right around the country, well, b- between sort of Ramwick, Eagle Farm and Caulfield, where would you be having it? Um, have something Solar Apex, race seven, number nine, probably my best bet on the program in a tough day, very yeah. tough day. So would you say you agree with me on Simba? I think Simba's going to be hard to beat, yes. Um, I think that horse in Eagle Farm, race two, is going to be very hard to beat as well, Fitzy. Um, yeah, Uncommon James and Simba, I reckon, yeah. are the two. Yep. It's, it's going to be tough. There's a lot of horses, obviously, we're at that stage where we're coming off a lot of wet track form, so... Interested to see how they go on Saturday. Tommy, you're a superstar. We can catch you on layback and all those interviews coming up. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Can't wait, mate. Thank you. That's all we've got time for on the Betfair Edge. Don't forget, the, uh, don't let the bookies make the rules. Back law lay, same game multis, only on Betfair. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.